Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Spooked. The Scary Story Improvised Podcast. I'm Damian Depping. I'm Cody Crane. And we're back again, coming at you with some spooky times. That's what we say now. <laughs> well, you're intense today. Uh, I just had my cup of coffee. Oh, well, one sip's got you wired. <laughs> one sip has got me going, just blasting through space. You know, that's what that brown bean juice does to me, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know that feeling. I've had a uh, sip of coffee myself. Oh, yeah. Well, I had a saucy McMuffin earlier, too, so I'm just ready to go. Whoa, you've been having a whole breakfast, a whole day without me. Yeah. I'm a little bit concerned. Listen, I have a life outside of this house. What? <laughs> yeah, it's true. You know, I I, I get up some mornings. I, I get on the subway. I go a few stops down and I uh, go hang out with my second family. Uh, but I've been pattering around worried sick about you all morning. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've been uh, dusting. Yeah. I, I washed a dish. Well, my second family podcast, uh, they they weren't worried about me at all. They trust me. So it's more than just a family. It's a podcast, too. Yeah. What's this podcast about? It's called uh, Spronked. Spronked? Yeah. It's too close to this one. You tell them you have to stop. <laughs> well, we started there first. So uh... <laughs> oh, yeah, you started Spronked before Spook? Yeah. And you never told me? It was a weird coincidence, and I didn't want to, you know, shake the boat. What's so, their deal? Well, we, we talk about uh, not so scary places and uh, things like sprockets and springs and, and bouncy bits. OK, if you're talking about like sprockets and springs, sure. But... And, and spooky things sometimes. Oh, spooky things. Yeah. Like, you know, like a jack in the box. That's on a spring. That's scary. Oh, OK. Yeah. But you were saying not so scary things at the start. Well, they're not scary to everybody. But some people were you are... just trying to ease me into it yeah. being the same podcast? <laughs> I was. It's the same podcast. Who's hosting uh, this thing with you? Uh, his name is uh, is uh, Randall. Randall. Yeah. Who? Just Randall. Why have I never met Randall? Well, the thing is, he's just uh, he's just too handsome. And I feel that he would <laughs> make you feel bad. Yeah. Yeah. I hate seeing handsome people. It does immediately make me feel awful. I don't want you to be jealous. Yeah. It Listen, just I may have day. a second podcast family, but that doesn't mean I don't care about you, brother. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. Well, it's not all about your <laughs> stupid fucking podcast, your mm -hmm. other podcast, whatever yeah. it is. Bronged. Wait a minute. You have another podcast, too, you piece of trash. Oh, it's you not about that. Joel. <laughs> yeah, it's not about that one either. OK. It's about our guest today. We have comedian Lucy Gervais here. Hello. Wow. What? So much drama just unfolded before my very eyes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, we know you love the drama. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I live for it. I stir it up. I, I have a little bit in my coffee here right now. and I'm going to take oh. a sip. Well, let's see if you can uh, break this podcast up by the end of it. Uh, is that what a double double <laughs> means? Double drama, double cream. Sugar. Yeah. Sugar <laughs> and a bit of oat milk. Um, it right. sounds like you guys might be breaking up yourselves at the end of this. It, it, it sounds like there's a lot going on. You know, I don't think I my intervention is required. Oh man, are you leaving me, Cody? Well, we'll see. We'll okay. see how this episode goes. Well, I got another podcast to fall back on, so we're good. Are oh. there couples <laughs> counselors for podcasters? There should be. That might be a good show. Yeah, I I feel like Lucy, this is your show. 
<laughs> podcast I rehabilitation. Have <laughs> I have a new show. This <laughs> is the best podcast I've been on this week. And I did my podcast yesterday. Mm-hmm. There you go. It'd be like a bar rescue, though, for podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Well, for the folks at home that may not know, uh, Lucy, you're a uh, stand-up comedian. You uh, founded the, the award-winning show, Hack Couture, as well as a new podcast of your own, which you just mentioned. Uh, tell everyone about this uh, podcast. So I co-host a sex, a sex and sexuality storytelling show. Uh, we also have guests, but people submit their stories of like some crazy things that have happened to them while they were you know trying to do the do if you know what i mean mm-hmm. unfortunately mm-hmm. we are not sponsored by mountain dew uh that would be <laughs> awesome because then we could change the spelling of do the mm. do but yeah and i co-hosted it with my good friend jay who it actually used to be a live show that people it was more like an open mic with booked guests mm-hmm. and he produced that uh with a friend of ours and then when lockdown happened, we were chatting and I was like, how about a podcast? There's lots of storytelling podcasts out there. And then, bam, we started working together on it. And it's been a lot of fun. Nice. Amazing. I mean, you uh, recently moved to uh, Montreal too, like kind of recently, like a year ago now, right? Like almost two years. It'll be two in the summer. Yeah, the whole lockdown thing kind of made us feel like the last year doesn't count. So I can understand. Yeah, <laughs> it's two yeah. years. Well, that's insane to me. It's going by so fast. But um, you were uh, doing comedy for so long in uh, Toronto, mm-hmm. too. How has it been uh, transitioning over to uh, Montreal? So Montreal has a really awesome comedy scene. There aren't as many shows in Toronto, I'd say doing a show a night is pretty easy pull off one or two shows a night. In Montreal, it's a little smaller. There's not as many open mics, but there are lots of great stages and venues and really unique, special places to do comedy. And there's a lot of really amazing creative producers. I think people should give Montreal more of a chance. And despite lockdown, a lot of these venues are, are staying open. I mean, they're clearly closed, but they haven't gone bankrupt yet. So right. I'm very hopeful that a lot of them are going to survive the pandemic and we're going to be able to keep it going. That's that's cool, because mm-hmm. you being a producer yourself, like I know that you've been bringing um, Hackature to Montreal, too. Right. How has that experience been transitioning that show to be in two different areas? It was awesome. Promoting a show in Montreal is different. And we did it during the pandemic. We almost sold out all of our tickets. We had a pretty substantial turnout and the show was really fun. So I'm happy to be able to, I'm happy Hat Couture is portable. Mm -hmm. It's like a little bag. You can carry it around with you from place to place. And hopefully Montreal's not the last city we're going to take it to. Maybe we can take it somewhere else or even Mm -hmm. upgrade to like much larger venues and try to really make it a big, fantastic event. You know, there's still a lot of places that we want to take it. Right. You can have like different chapters in every city of it kind of thing. Yeah. Like like some kind of club. (laughs) (laughs) Have you been uh, have you been venturing into like the virtual uh, shows as well lately? Is that anything that you've been kind of delving into during the lockdown? I've done. I did virtual shows at first. I did quite a few. Mm -hmm. 
I had some Instagram lives of my own that I was trying to get, but I kind of lost momentum with those. And lately I haven't been doing a ton of shows. I mean, the podcast has been um, a lot of work and it's like the one creative consistent mm-hmm. thing I've been working on. I did just get booked on a live show for 420. So oh, it's nice that, <laughs> you know, the lockdown can't stop stoners. <laughs> Keeps it going. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I started doing drag online during the pandemic. Oh, really? Yeah, that has been so much fun. I haven't done it that many times. I've done it, I think, four, but it's super fun. And I have never done drag in front of a live audience. So I'm really excited to get to do that. Mm-hmm. This is a good way to like kind of ease it in, I guess. Like you get the virtual experience, you yeah, know? Yeah. Well, I, actually, it's got to be harder doing it virtually because you don't know the reaction of people. So that's just ju- jumping, diving right in. Yeah. But also, <laughs> no one can throw anything at me. Were you worried about that? Does that happen? <laughs> <laughs> i mean i i know you've been to a lot of drag shows have you uh seen people throw things are you throwing things what's going on maybe it's like my comedy pdsd because i have right. seen things get thrown at comedians yeah yeah <laughs> well i mean yeah i i can't imagine it happening but you never know <laughs> Yeah, do. usually now that I think about it, it's usually money that they throw at drag performers. So maybe I'm missing out. Oh yeah. Wait, they get money? Maybe yeah, they get should, tips. Maybe we should be doing this. Oh, this comedian game's been <laughs> bad news, I tell you. <laughs> yeah, nobody tips comedians while they're on stage, but people definitely tip drag performers. Mm. And in Canada, it's great because the smallest denomination for a bill is five bucks. That's true. Oh. That's why I always bring rolls of nickels with me. <laughs> <laughs> I like to imagine you individually hand somebody a quarter because you like what they're doing. Yeah, or just roll one on the stage and they slip. No, no, no. <laughs> and a nickel for you, nice and shiny. Good job. Uh, we talked a bit about uh, Hackature, and uh, it's an award-winning show, great show. Uh, and um, for the people at home that have uh, never seen it, can you explain a bit uh, what it is? So it's a live competitive fashion comedy show, which I realize is like a lot of concepts at once. But basically, we have a panel of judges that host the show from the stage. We're on the stage the whole time. And it's me, my co-producer, Isabel Zatoon, and we're mm-hmm. fashion experts, as everyone knows. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know, you can find us on our Instagram, uh, hack.couture. But, and we always have a rotating guest uh, judge, also a fashion expert. And comedians are given the challenge to wear something nice on stage, which is very rarely asked mm-hmm. uh, of them. So people, usually we have a theme, so we'll do like a Valentine's Day theme, or we did like COVID couture, and so we give them a theme, and they have to take the theme and interpret it their own way and bring like a very, uh, like a homemade look to wear, and it can be made up of stuff they already own, they can razzle-dazzle a bunch of crap, that's what I usually end up doing anyway, and we judge them, they do five minutes of comedy, 
and we judge them from the stage usually the judgments are really us just like making jokes about what they're wearing you know mm -hmm. like oh my god you look like steven spielberg if he to a pile of litter <laughs> you know like those kinds of observations yeah. <laughs> and then we crown a winner we have a sash and a bouquet of flowers and a, a tiara and it's a it's an event like we try to make it as big and pageant e as possible mm -hmm. nice um is the uh does the winner keep coming back for like uh all-star shows actually yes <laughs> we've had a few all-star shows where people who got first or second place get to compete again we've also had no stars so that's <laughs> people who didn't do well at all <laughs> like second chances kind of thing right exactly they get to come back again and when we did our no stars show it was actually one of our best shows we couldn't decide on a winner so we mm -hmm. just crowned two wow we were, were were they were they just like putting in that extra effort the second time or was it more like we already lost one so like they kind of were just putting it out there and doing whatever kind of thing like what made it so great that time so we had a contestant luba magnus mm -hmm. she mm -hmm. wore an outfit that was in inspired by bjork's swan dress yeah but instead of a swan, it was a stork. So it had a long neck and it had like a little basket and it was like wrapped in cloth. And so her costume idea was basically stork. <laughs> and we thought that was just so genius. And then we had another contestant, Cassandra Cabral. She came on with a pig mask. And when she took the pig mask off, she was wearing a ball gag and then a fully leather outfit. So it was not only like a mask reveal, but it mm -hmm. was like a mask ball gag reveal. And we were just like, we were freaking out. We were just like, <laughs> these are both so good. And then that year uh, at, during RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars, they crowned mm -hmm. two winners. And so we were like, hey, let's just, rip off that show we all watch and then yeah. two winners. so it does sound like it was uh some people who didn't win just coming back and putting it all out there and trying to really elevate the game yeah it was wild our show is so fun like it's just so much energy and we play a lot with like reality tv concepts mm -hmm. but like live in front of actual people yeah yeah I'm excited for it to uh, come back to uh, now dive into a spookier note. Do you believe in ghosts? I don't believe in ghosts. Oh, but <laughs> but take that. Kelly. I have seen ghost like things. Mm. So I've seen what when I was younger, I believed to be ghosts. But as a grown-up, I don't think they're real. Well, I mean, uh, the dynamic of this is Damien doesn't believe in ghosts. I do believe in ghosts. But honestly, the uh, dynamic of Hack is kind of like that, too, because we had Isabel on, and uh, she believes in ghosts. So mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> uh, you, you always got to have someone who's right and then someone who's wrong. So <laughs> <laughs> This is very BuzzFeed Unsolved. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we take inspiration. <laughs> do you uh 
Uh, so you're talking about uh, seeing ghost things. How do you not believe in them? What are, what are you seeing exactly? So from what I understand, paranormal things are like, everyone just says your brain's playing tricks on you. And I do think that's true. And so the things that I saw when I was younger, I know that I was watching a lot of like scary horror mm -hmm. movies. And the things I saw were directly influenced by the movies I was watching. And now that I don't believe in ghosts, I don't even entertain the idea of there being like things, you know, skulking around my home in the dark. Like I don't see those sorts of things anymore. Mm -hmm. And even when there are times where I do kind of get overtaken by I was like rewatching Paranormal Activity and I got scared that Katie was going to come into my apartment and snap my neck. And I was like mm -hmm. staring at my hallway like, is she going to do it? But did she? I don't think so. But my brain was like being influenced by what mm -hmm. I was watching. So that's how I see it. Mm -hmm. But I do have like a specific instance where I vividly believe to have seen like a young girl in a white muddy dress standing outside of my door fairly soon after I saw the ring. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 This, this seems like you, uh, you have the, uh, the big imagination and being inspired by, um, so and that's how I feel about all these ghost stories. Big imagination. <laughs> uh, Damien, honestly. Yeah. I've seen some shit. <laughs> and you have a big imagination, my friend. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. It's a small one. I can barely think of anything. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> so I, when you saw this uh, little girl with mud on her dress outside of your uh, house, what was the initial reaction? How long did you see it there? So I was like scared of her before I saw her. Like I was just scared in general. I, mm -hmm. It was nighttime and I was under my blanket and I was like, oh my God, like so scared of these movies that I've been seeing. And I looked up and I saw her for a second and she was blonde and I could see her face. So it wasn't exactly from the ring. Yeah, a little different, Damien. So this is actually a ghost girl. Carry on, Lucy. <laughs> Yeah, so I saw her for a second and then I hid my eyes because I was terrified and then I looked back and she was gone. Mm -hmm. I will say though, in that house that I lived in, there was a bit of a, a paranormal vibe that me and my mom and my sister had all agreed was, was sort of there. Mm -hmm. So like weird my cat being weird that was something that would happen he would walk around the house and go to like a corner and stare at the ceiling yeah and then he would like do the same thing and he would just do that a lot and we'd like watch him we're like what does he see <laughs> well cats are fucking weird so <laughs> and if you've ever owned a cat i think you would know that cats do weird shit all the time <laughs> yeah that's what i've kind of chalked it up to now mm -hmm. apparently my um my stepdad heard somebody whisper something into his ear. Okay. But, you know. Uh, yeah. It sounds like this place was haunted. I don't know how you don't believe in ghosts. Mm. 
You lived in a haunted house. We're watching scary movies like all the time. Mm. That's that's the thing. Like I grew up not watching scary movies. I started to later, but my parents never did. Mm. Um, They didn't watch any horror at all. But I remember because I never watched any as a kid. I remember when you would see like even an ad in a magazine, it would terrify me. Just any ad? Yeah, I'd be like, oh, if I saw like a Freddy, like I remember just seeing a Freddy versus Jason ad in, uh, I don't know, one of the magazines I had. And I would have to skip over that page at night because it would terrify me if I saw it while I was in bed or something. What were you reading in bed that had this? Vogue magazine. Yeah, the the letters. (laughs) Oh, fair enough. Um, but I have for you today, uh, Lucy, some uh, spooky would you rather's. I can't guarantee that they're spooky, but I can guarantee that they're would you rather's. Um, so here we go with the first one. I did not pre-read these or anything either, so they could be really bad. Um, they usually are. Would you rather be covered in pumpkin guts? Or in vampire blood. <laughs> I think this one's really unbalanced. Yeah, I agree. Pumpkin guts is just like vegetable goo and seeds. <laughs> yeah, pretty pretty gross though, right? And vampire blood is like hu- blood. Well, Dead guy blood. Did, did I just slay said vampire and that's why I'm covered in vampire blood? <laughs> I I mean, I think that... Uh, or am I just standing there and all of a sudden I'm covered in blood? Well... Is it my blood that the vampire is letting out and now I'm a vampire, so my blood is vampire blood? Oh, true. I think you just... <laughs> I think you didn't do anything to deserve either of them. You didn't earn either of them. What do you, you mean just, earn? Well, you can... If you're carving a pumpkin, you've earned the right to have. No, no, no. no. You get first coming. prize of the pumpkin carving competition and they dump a bunch of pumpkin guts on you. You've, you've earned it. It's a championship. It's like there a medal. There you go. You didn't kill the vampire, so you didn't earn the blood on you. That's true. But it did come. I'm just some hapless bystander who's just getting splattered with whatever. Exactly. Yeah. It's. I would pick the pumpkin guts. At least the I don't pump- want to just. That sounds like a little inconvenient, but not as traumatizing. Mm-hmm. Bloods also can be very difficult to get out of fabrics. So I'm just uh, pumpkin goo would probably be easier to get out. You know, we do have our secrets, though, when it comes to getting blood out of fabrics. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Especially if you can get it quick. But if you're far away from anywhere, you know, you're done. Yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> I like how you were saying it like you had to convince me like I wasn't. <laughs> Well, I know you wanted the vampire blood, but, you know, we yeah. just got to say. Well, I was trying to rationalize it, I guess. This is the last time I go to the annual pumpkin carving bloodletting contest. <laughs> Sounds like a good time, to be honest. Uh, so here's the next one. Uh, would you rather sing the national anthem for one of this weekend's football games <laughs> or operate the scoreboard? Oh, <laughs> I would way, way rather operate the scoreboard. Yeah, that sounds 
fun. Uh-huh. And I feel like people would be yelling at me for doing it wrong. And I'd be like, screw you, man. I'm in charge. <laughs> I would rather be yelled at for the scoreboard because there are multiple scoreboards and they do it on TV, too. So it's not a huge deal. And it's probably not that complicated. But singing the national anthem, I would fucking die because... <laughs> I'm not a great singer. And have you seen like when people sing bad national anthems? People fucking hate it, especially in the, in the States, especially. They love their national anthem. Uh, they, they would kill me. You don't want to be the next Fergie. Maybe I do. Remember that? <laughs> That's true. I, people pull that apart. I'm trying to figure out why it would be scary why this is like a spooky would you rather like why is it scary to operate a scoreboard i get like because of like fear of like being in front of people for the national anthem i guess like that's a big like pressure thing you would be scared about doing that Mm -hmm. but the scoreboard i don't that sounds like it's like um like a -a make-a-wish opportunity no 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 what it is it's uh because these are would you rathers for children and they're afraid of having jobs and responsibilities so that's that's where it probably comes yeah sounds like an upgrade Mm -hmm. yeah you know what i wouldn't mind that job right now yeah it's probably unionized oh man right yeah (laughs) so (laughs) One last one here for you. Uh, would you rather march in a Halloween parade in your town in a toddler sized costume? Toddler size? Yep. Okay. Or be pulled in the parade in a wagon covered in silly string? <laughs> I mean, can I do both? <laughs> yeah, both sound pretty fun. That does sound fun. Wait, what was the first one again? It was March in your uh, in the Halloween parade with a in a child toddler sized costume. In a Tyler sized costume. Tyler, <laughs> only Tyler's can fit this thing. So, yeah. um, so it's like just a tiny little costume, and I have to like be all squished into it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there, because can I turn it into like a bathing suit? I think you Probably. gotta squish in. No, no, you can't just squish in. You could. We did that. Uh, my, uh, I took my uh, cousin trick or treating. He's older than me. Uh, when we were, I, yeah. I was nineteen. I think he was twenty-one. Mm-hmm. And we went trick or treating, and I stuffed him in a uh, a shopper's drug mart toddler sized dinosaur costume, and we shaved him because he's short. Sha- I shaved him all over, and then. <laughs> Uh, we got uh, trick or treating, and people thought I was his dad. Well, see, if you had to wear the toddler's thing, it, it barely fit on your head. It would just look like you're wearing like a little mask. You have to cut a few <laughs> eye holes in it. <laughs> you just look like a like a baby, like on your on your big body. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm just saying that we've done it. Not, well, okay, well, <laughs> okay. So it really depends. Mm-hmm. Like, if it can stretch, mm-hmm. and I can actually put my body in it then that would be fun leading the parade sounds great if my whole genitals are out yeah. then maybe not maybe yeah. not gonna maybe that's not gonna go well well yeah. I, 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 I think you'll wear something under the costume was then that cheating Can I, like bedazzle it that's, yeah. yeah i guess you would bedazzle what's underneath <laughs> Well, then I want to lead the parade, a, ha- mm-hmm. a Halloween parade. Yeah, I don't know when we when there was last a Halloween parade 
in anywhere. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> they probably have one in like Salem or something. Maybe. Who knows? It sounds like small town. Yeah, small town Halloween parade. Was, that's nice. I was once in an Easter parade. Mm. Yeah. My family had a, my family's business had a float in the Easter parade. Oh yeah. Yeah. I was in a Halloween parade in junior kindergarten. It was just my class. We just paraded around in our costumes. <laughs> <laughs> In the hallway? No, uh, like around town. Oh my god! <laughs> and I was a ghost with a top hat. And my top hat blew away, and I was sad. Yeah, here's but I got it back. Here's I got thing. my top hat back. Well, and I was not sad it. anymore. <laughs> here's here's the thing, though. The second one isn't a bad option. You're just covered in silly string, but you get pulled in a wagon all day. That sounds pretty fucking fun. Pretty sweet to me. I know, but I like to move. I like right. to prance. You know, maybe I have like one of those like um, ribbon dance. Mm-hmm. things like that yeah. would be super fun um will people bring me bonbons while i'm in the wagon uh sure yeah why not i'm sold i mean uh, i think we've got a complete parade here mm-hmm. and what do you do cody i guess i have to pull the wagon <laughs> <laughs> darn tootin brother <laughs> i hate how i got in this position that's what happens you took too long oh no Oh, (laughs) (laughs) well, on that note, we got a story to tell. We all drew positions beforehand. Mm -hmm. Uh, Damien, do you want to reveal what you drew? I drew the celebrity. That means that we go to a random celebrity Mm -hmm. generator. It will give Damien four options and he'll have to appear as that celebrity at some point in the story. Uh, Your options are. Marie Antoinette. Okay. Raphael Nadal, tennis player, I think. All right. Yeah. LeBron James. Mm-hmm. And Catherine, Duchess of Cambridge. <laughs> okay. Um, Two members of the royal family. Yeah. 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 Uh, and Marie Antoinette. Um, <laughs> Okay, yeah, I, I'm between Marie Antoinette and uh, Raphael Nadal, but I'm not sure which yet. I'll think about it. All right, I'll think about it. Sounds good. Um, I drew the swing. No responsibility in the story, which means, Lucy, you drew the narrator. Ooh, that's fun. So for the narrator, we're going to go to canigeta.com to get a randomly generated suggestion in order to get the story started. So you get to choose a location, a relationship, or a word. Which would you like? So wait, how many characters are there? Because if so, I pick relationship. It can be as many or few. So as a narrator, you can come and go as you please. You can also be characters in the story. There's really no real rules with it. It's it's pretty free-flowing. We'll be there to, to support too. So it's not like you're going to be left high and dry here. Okay. So we've got Marie Antoinette. Let's do a relationship because I think that'll be fun to... Mm-hmm. Get Marie maybe in some family drama of some kind. <laughs> for sure. Uh, pharmacist and customer. Perfect for Marie Antoinette. Your plan has succeeded. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, okay. I guess we'll stick with Marie Antoinette then. Why not? Sounds good. So, 
pharmacist and customer, the spooky pharmacist mm-hmm. and customer. Mm-hmm. Was she? Wait, she was the one uh, who they say said let the meat cake, right? Yeah, but I don't know if she actually said that. What? I think it was a rumor, and people like mm-hmm. left out about it. Yeah. Okay. Your well, whole, your whole worldview is shattered there. I, I mean. Okay, so Marie Antoinette. Okay, so what do I have to prompt this situation? You can start the uh, story uh, however you would like. Mm-hmm. Any way you please. Okay. Hey, spooky goobers. We'll get right into that story. But first, I want to tell you another podcast that I think you're going to enjoy. It's called Paranormal a paranormal comedy podcast that delves into famous and not-so-famous paranormal events and how the living have experienced these phenomena. It is a non-investigative podcast with a telling scary stories at a slumber party vibe. Every other episode is a themed episode that ranges from your standard hauntings to demonic possession, alien invasion, and even paranormal frauds. Hometown Haunt episodes every other week feature listener-submitted stories or guest appearances from comedians or other podcasters. Hey, maybe you'll see your boys on there. And they'll tell their personal accounts with the paranormal. The hosts agree on a theme before recording and then surprise each other with the spookiest story they can think of that relates to that subject matter. Episodes come out every Thursday, so check it out. We'll have a link to it in our description, and uh, enjoy. This episode of Spooked is brought to you by BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Spooked, S-P-O-O-K-E-D, to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Spooked. Yes. Love is in the air. That's Valentine's Day. coming up valentine's day coming up and it's okay if you don't have a sweetheart this year Mm -hmm. have no fear i know that that weighs on a lot of people whether they have a valentine don't have a valentine you know and the stresses of planning valentine's day is a lot it can be a lot for you and you might need someone to talk to during this time self-love is important and what better way to do that than with our friends at better help exactly I know that for myself, mm-hmm. I get a lot of uh, stress while uh, doing planning and do- mm-hmm. and putting things together. That really uh, stresses me out. It um, gives me anxiety. It, uh, it makes me kind of just fold up and want to just stay in bed. But it doesn't have to be that way. No, it doesn't. So the people at BetterHelp have people to talk to you about this and talk to me. Yeah. And if you're thinking about starting therapy, BetterHelp's a great way to do that. It's entirely online. So even if you are stuck in bed, what great way to start it where you don't have to leave the first few sessions? Exactly. Yeah. Just open up your Open uh, it up laptop. and get it started right there. Yeah. In bed. Perfect. You can still wear your jammies, just as I like it. BetterHelp is designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule, whatever that schedule may be. Just fill out their brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And, hey, if they don't work out for some reason, you can switch your therapist at any time for no additional charge. Yeah, you're not stuck to a therapist, you know? And and it's all uh, online and everything, so you don't have to have that awkward thing of, like, in person, and then they're just wondering whether you're, they're going to see you again in person, and it's more of a connection. No! Do online. Do BetterHelp. That's right. So don't forget, go to BetterHelp.com slash spooked to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash spooked. 
Now, back to our story. So, once upon a time in France, Marie Antoinette had to get a film for Lorenzaprone. She approaches the local pharmacy and enters only to wait a really long time to speak to anybody. Um, excuse me, I've been waiting uh, a good 35 minutes here to get my prescription filled. And uh, I don't know if you know who I am, but I'm uh, the Queen of France. Oh, bonjour. Comment ça va? Yeah. Uh, are you just ignoring everything that I just said uh, on purpose or are you just playing dumb so that I get even more pissed off? Come see, come ça. All right. This is going to be a problem, isn't it? Huh? This is going to be a problem, eh? Listen, I need to get my drugs from you, Mr. Pharmacist. Our heads will roll, okay? So, oh, um, sorry, you said you need drugs? Yeah. Like the hard stuff? Well, I have a prescription here. I want you to fill this prescription for me. I've been waiting a long time. There's not even anyone here. You were just sitting in the back putting pills in different bottles. And then you put the pills from those bottles back into the bottles you just took them out of. Well, that is the thing. You don't understand how much of a process it is. I've been waiting over here putting my pills away because I needed to know that you were in for the good stuff, the hard stuff. And based off this prescription, you're not ready. What? You're not Another ready? Another pharmacist appears behind the counter. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry about that. This jackass doesn't actually work here. Uh, he's he's out the door. Um, let me see what what do you need filled? Yeah, yeah. Listen, I just need this prescription filled. Uh, I've been waiting for 35 wait, minutes. Whoa, 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 whoa! You're going to believe him over me? Yeah. You think I don't work here? I've been putting uh, pills in bottles. You think I do that for fun? Uh, it seems like you do. Yeah. Hey, uh, listen, buddy. You take your fake pharmacist bullshit somewhere else. You want another farm, another pharmacist who is a very tall woman who speaks no English and only French appears from behind the counter. Oh, good. Some backup. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Baguette. <laughs> See you. You listen to her. She said I, I am the one. Ah, oh, fromage. That, you got me. You got me. You got me. Salut. Oh, she's gone. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Merci. So am I going to get this filled or am I just going to stand here all day? Well, you kind of brought up a whole problem to deal with of uh, a new one now. A whole problem. A new one now. Okay. Sorry, my English is uh, broken. We are in France. Mm -hmm. We're speaking French. What? Yeah, we're speaking French right now. If we are speaking French, yep. Then the French, the French pharmacist that only speaks French. She was speaking English. She was speaking English. Yeah. See, when you speak French, you understand each other, and we understand each other right now. Okay. Yes, and that's what's happening. I don't know what pills I took back there, <laughs> but this is this this is. Uh, Okay, so I have broken French and I only speak English. 
No, no, no. You you have uh, <laughs> you're speaking French right now. Listen, you're tripping me <laughs> out, lady. OK, you come in here. You, yep. do- you ever watch a movie that takes place in Germany and they're all speaking in English, but with weird accents in the movie, they're actually speaking German. They're not speaking English. That's what's happening right now. This is a whole, this is a mind blowing experience mm-hmm. for me. Um, OK, so. The All French right. language, the French language police from Quebec enter the pharmacy. Oh, good, good. Thank you for coming in here. Thank you. Who are these people? Are you going to arrest this man for not filling my prescription? Listen, listen, OK, I didn't fill the prescription because she comes in here. She's telling me that I'm I'm um, I'm speaking French when I'm trying to. I this is this is a whole new world. I. Okay, I'm an addict. Okay, I took I took a lot back. I took a lot of the drugs back there. All right, take him to the jail. No, don't take me away. Wait, 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 wait. You can't take him yet. I haven't got my prescription filled. And that other pharmacist, he said he would fill it and he left. What, what do you want me to do here? Okay, I, I just need my drugs. Hands off me. Hands off me. You hear? She needs me. You need me now. I don't. I don't need you. I need the services that you're supposed to provide as a pharmacist. Well, the services and me, we come together tightly. Mm. So what you need to know Mm -hmm. is that if you want this prescription fulfilled. Prescription, yeah. Filled. Prescription. Are you even speaking French? (laughs) I don't know anymore. (laughs) Here's the thing. If you need this prescription fulfilled. Yeah. Then what you're going to have to do oh. is a little something for me. I need you to go to the pharmacist down the street. And I need you to get me a pill to get me f- to stop tripping out over here. I, just, I uh, I'll I'll do it. I just have one teensy tiny little problem slash question about that. OK, if I'm going to another pharmacist to get your prescription filled, why don't I just go to that pharmacist and get my prescription filled? Oh, you do not know how it works with pharmacists in France. You see, down the street to pre- uh, to prevent uh, competition, I have half the medication. They have the other half. You haven't even looked at my prescription. You don't even know what it is that I need. Well, I looked at it for a second. I know. What do I need? Marzipan. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's almond paste well and i got it i i don't need marzipan <laughs> well i got it so <sighs> all right well i guess uh, if i want to get this i'll i'll try your way yeah I, I don't know what the drug is that's gonna stop me from tripping out but the, that pharmacist knows uh mm. there's stuff all right well i'll 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 go on down to that other pharmacist then. Thanks for nothing, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, toodles. Can we do a scene at the other pharmacy? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. (laughs) Manette approaches the counter at the other pharmacy, and behind the counter, she sees a familiar face. Bonjour. (laughs) Comment ça va? the fuck are you doing 
What do you mean? You were just at the other pharmacy. You told me to come here. Yeah, yeah, I work at both. I got I have a mortgage to pay. The, so they've upped the rent in this area, you know. So let, let me get this straight. You wanted me to come to this other pharmacist who happened to be you to buy a pill to buy for you to take back to the other pharmacy so you could fill my prescription there. I'm tripping out, man. Clearly, I feel like I am. I'm losing my mind here, man. Well, here's the thing. OK, OK. I don't have the ability mm -hmm. to buy pills for myself at the pharmacy that I work in. You don't? No, no, because then I could take advantage of it and I would start popping pills that would make me trip out, you know? Well, what's the point of being a pharmacist then? Well, because you can steal the pills and... Oh, okay, you can't write them, but you can steal them. I yeah, get it. yeah, yeah, right, yeah, right, 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 right. Okay. You got me. Well, listen, uh, you gave me this prescription to fill, so could you fill this prescription for you? Uh, yes. For me? Okay, so, yeah, uh, you know, as I'm looking at this, I'm realizing that the medication that you need isn't at either pharmacy. What? Well, yeah, because you gave me the same, same prescription, your prescription. I'm writing on the back, and I'm seeing that well, you, this, this is at the third pharmacy. The third pharmacy? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I have to go to a different pharmacy in order to get my prescription filled is what you're saying. Yes, but okay. only right. Only the pharmacist at the first location mm -hmm. knows the directions to that pharmacy. You mean you? Well, I don't know them here. You're the same. You're the same person because I got a, uh, a piece of paper. What? I, I, to the other place. I got a piece of paper map quest. Oh, you got it written down. Your map quest printed out there. I see. Do Sorry, you know? I'm I'm tripping out. Okay, I can tell. I'm stressed out right All now. All right. Well, listen. Why don't we go together? Because I don't feel like waiting for you while I'm there for you to show up. Go together. Walk down the street and uh, ruin the magic. What magic? Well, the magic. You didn't see me come in here, and you were surprised to see me. Well, how did you get there so fast? Well, I, uh, you know, tunnel. Well, let me take the tunnel with you. No, 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 no. I can't let you take the tunnel. It's pharmacist only tunnel. Well, you just ruined the magic already by telling me there was a tunnel. That is true. Okay. So let me take the tunnel. Yeah. I am the queen. Fair enough. But yeah. All right. Well, let's take the tunnel. We'll go to your other pharmacy. We'll get the directions to the third pharmacy. And maybe hopefully we can get this whole thing sorted out. <laughs> Sounds good. Neat little package. A horse and buggy awaits outside the pharmacy. Well, here you go. This isn't a tunnel. This is a this is a horse and buggy. We're outside. Do you think being in a car is in in a carriage is a tunnel? It's not. No, it's it's not. But I can see why you would think that it's enclosed and you move forward. But it's not quite a tunnel. Okay, so if this isn't a tunnel, mm -hmm. then how did I get here? I got I, to I the other know. pharmacy, did I, I not? I, I'm stumped. Yeah, that's what I thought. Now you bring me those pills. Okay. All right, let's go. And so they made their way back to the first pharmacy. <laughs> All right. Well, here we are. Uh, where are the directions? Where, oh, perfect. You... I needed these pills. Thank you so much for bringing them to me. Huh. Ah, yes, this feels better. Right. Okay. What's wrong? Um, it's so, just you look concerned. So you told me at the other pharmacy that you don't have these pills 
at either pharmacy and that we would need to come back here to get the directions to find the third pharmacy. Oh, what are you accusing me of? I'm not accusing you of anything. I'm just saying this is what has laid out because you asked me to explain and you're not helping me in any way. Here. Well, you should be accusing me of being a funny guy because this is, a, this is good. Yeah, you're a funny guy, but not ha ha funny, uh, like funny, pissing me off kind of guy. OK, you know, okay. I'm the queen, right? I could uh, I could uh, have you, uh, you know, your head uh, chop chop. You know what I'm saying? What? Yeah. Yeah. Rolling in the basket, you know, I am helping you out. I'm getting you your. Uh, no, you're jerking me around. Is what you're doing. You know, I've, I waited in line for 35 minutes. I went back and forth to two different pharmacies to meet the same person who is now telling me I have to go to a different pharmacy. But they only had the directions here where I started. Uh, and they didn't think it was pertinent to tell me then the first time that they didn't know where it was. Well, I got the directions. All right. Well, where are they? Well, just uh, calm down a little bit. OK, no, well, I, I will not calm down. I, I, I'm prescribing you some stress medication and that's only at the second pharmacy. So no, you can't prescribe me anything. Well, I can't. I'm a pharmacist. That's not what it is. You fill the prescriptions. You don't prescribe them. I. Uh, That's the doctor's job. You are not a doctor. You are a pharmacist. Now get me those directions so I can get my pills and get the hell out of here. I'm just scared that your heart may explode from this anger before you even get there. So I'm worried about your health. Marie Antoinette notices bags of flour and ovens and uh, baking molds behind the counter. Wait a minute. Yes, I placed them there. Can you make me a cake? <laughs> what? Well, I, you know, I knew that you were coming in. The second pharmacist told me, wink, wink. And I uh, brought in the oven. Made a few calls. Thought you like... Uh, Letting people eat cake. I thought maybe you'd want me to eat cake. Uh, okay. You want me to make a cake? Yeah. And during that time, well, you're making me a cake. I can uh, look through my files, my MapQuest documents. Mm -hmm. I have a lot of them. Mm -hmm. And I will find the directions to the third pharmacy. So if I make a cake... You'll get the directions. Not only will you get the directions, you will go to the pharmacy and you will fill my prescription. What, do you want me to fill? Yes. At you are the, the pharmacist. You will go there. You will fill it. That's how this is going to Are you work. coming too? No, I'm making a cake. Oh, I got to go all the way over there? Yeah, you do. Uh, well, spoiler alert. I'm the third pharmacist here. Let me. Yeah, I kind of figured you were. So. <laughs> yeah, but I'll tell you, the third pharmacist, he's a mean guy. Mm-hmm. So you might not like your cake and it's something you're going to have to live with bringing them here. OK, that's fine with me. All right. I'll fill it All out right, here. You go fill that and I will get to work on this cake. It's a lot of writing, you know. Little does he know I'm going to make a very special cake for this pharmacist. Very special cake. <laughs> um, are you going to make mm -hmm. the cake? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to make you a cake. Very special. Okay, thank you. <laughs> so special. <laughs> Marie Antoinette starts to mix the secret ingredient into the cake matter. <laughs> oh, this will show him. You'll love she this cake. She pinched her nose because of this overwhelming smell. <laughs> Ooh, this cake's stanky. <laughs> <laughs> That'll teach him. 
does one of those smell clouds where it comes up and it forms a skull. Ah, <laughs> yes, perfect. My special cake will make him feel good. <laughs> Not. All right, I have your prescription fulfilled. Ah, and I have your cake completed. Here, I will take that prescription. Thank you. There you go. And for the cake. Wait, this is this is just marzipan. Yes, that is what I read. That is what I give you. No, that that I I don't need marzipan. Well, I thought you made cake. I did make cake. But then you and you didn't use marzipan. All right, I'll put the marzipan on the cake, but you got to go back and get my real prescription. Well, all right then. All right, okay, I'll put. The I just hey, I just had to you make know, sure. You know what? Here, just I'll put the marzipan on the cake. Have the cake. Have at it. Just uh, mm-hmm. have at it now. Have at it now. Just just go for it. Go go buck wild. Go whole hog on that cake. You know, just just go for it. It seems like you're setting me up for some kind of trap, but I no, it's a very special cake that I made just for you. Very special. Why are you winking at me? Because I'm the queen and I like to wink. Okay, I can't resist a cake, so I guess I will get at it. I hope you enjoy special. Yeah, tastes uh, good. Yeah, it tastes good, huh? Does it taste special? Yeah, I'll, I took one <laughs> bite. I'll have to leave the Man, rest. No, you got to keep eating. Keep eating. Oh, keep eating. Keep eating. Yes, don't stop now. You want to hurt my feelings? <gasps> That's right. <gasps> Eat the special cake. No. Mm-hmm. Yes. Are you okay? Heartburn. Yeah, that's right. I put a lot of things that would give you heartburn in the cake. That's why the skull cloud happened. Uh, why? I'm allergic to heartburn. What? I'm dying. No, no, I didn't want you. Mr. Pharmacist. Mr. Pharmacist, I'm sorry. I, did, I didn't mean to kill you. I, I, just, I just wanted to make you uncomfortable for... We're wasting my time. Mr. Pharmacist? Oh, no. My cake was too special. Too special that it killed him. And now I'll never get my prescription filled. What will I do? What will I do? <sighs> well, nothing else to be done. Well, back to the, back to the palace and... Uh, Guess I'll just uh, go about my day. I am the queen after all, and none of this really matters to me. And without that prescription, she passed away herself. <laughs> Spooked. It was neck strengthening medication. <laughs> that probably would have saved her, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was just a prescription for a neck brace. <laughs> you know, I also forgot the name of the drug she was prescribed. It was kind of like marzipan. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was mirazepam, wasn't it? No, it was. I totally. It was like Lexaprone. Yeah, yeah. Lexaprone. <laughs> mm-hmm. Is that real? Or is, is that, I think there was like an extra syllable in there to make it sound real. You could have made up something totally new. I wouldn't have. <laughs> I wouldn't have continuity checked you. <laughs> that that was a uh, scary story, though, especially for all of you uh, France fans. <laughs> yeah. It was very- Restful. 
<laughs> yeah, I was I was getting uh, very upset. <laughs> <laughs> um, Lucy, where can everyone follow you? You can follow me at the Lucy Gervais show on Instagram and on uh, Twitter. I'm at the Lucy Gervais. I have several Instagram accounts. Uh, if I can name all of them. <laughs> yeah, let's yeah, do it. Go for it. Okay, so I have a drag account as well. It's at Douchey D Drag. Uh, Hack Couture has its own Instagram, which I mentioned earlier. It's at hack.couture. And my cat has an Instagram. And it is at Rockwell, a.k.a. Rocco. And then you can listen to the... <laughs> and then you can follow us at, at The Sex Show MTL on Instagram as well, if you're interested in the podcast. Amazing. Very nice. And we'll be tweeting that out at Spook Podcast mm-hmm. as well as go to the sonarnetwork.com. You'll see a full profile on Lucy with direct links to her social media and the other podcasts that she's done on the network. Spook. Spook. I had so much fun. Spooked. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar!